Hey everybody, welcome to It's a Family Affair. I'm your host, Karen Bostic. I'm hoping everyone is having a beautiful day. Actually, mine started off pretty well. The weather was a little cloudy, but overall the sun is shining and I am happy. Okay, so today we're going to talk about adult children. And really the question is, how do you get rid of them? <laughs> and that's me talking. That's me talking. I have been blessed to have four beautiful adult children. Uh, then I had the nerve to go, I shouldn't say nerve, but then I ended up adopting five other children, three of which will be adults within the next um, six months or so. So that's going to be like a seven adult children. Okay. Sounds great, right? I always wanted a big family. Love them. The problem is, I don't think they know that they're adults. I'm still finding myself doing a lot for them and probably more than I should. But it could be me being a little controlling too. I haven't quite worked all that out yet. But um, if you have any adult children and you're going through some relationship change with them, I want you to message me because I would love to pick this conversation up later and really talk about it. And let's just work this out together. Not saying you have the issues. I certainly do. So if I can get some help, I certainly appreciate it. So I've been just trying to figure this thing out. And I've talked to a few people and they gave some ideas. So here's eight ways to grow a healthy relationship with your adult children and how to parent adult children when they're in their 20s and beyond. That, that's what I Googled and that's what I found. And one of the things is recognize and respect your differences. I'm working on that. I know that they're adults. And I've raised them to be independent, outspoken individuals. Except for when they're a little too outspoken to me, I guess I kind of like put them back into a child's position. And that makes them feel bad because they're adults, especially the guys. Okay, so I have two adult children, male children. One is uh, darn near 40 and the other one is 32, 33 coming up this year. And I guess sometimes when I'm speaking to them, or I feel like they're out of order, perhaps we lose, you know, a little respect. Maybe I, don't, I forget that they're adult men that I'm speaking to, and I'm still speaking to them as if they're my child, my son. So I guess I need this one of the things I need to do is recognize and respect that they're not that little kid anymore, little boy anymore. And um, I'm going to work on that. I'm sure I'm not the only one who's going to work on that or has that issue. Um, because there are boundaries. And I even find that as an adult myself, now that my parents are seniors, oftentimes I find myself um, talking to my father or expecting him to do things where it's like the roles are kind of reversed a little bit. Now I feel like I'm the parent on some of the situations. So I guess I kind of understand that. Uh, it says, two, to share your wisdom and insight without being critical. Oh, this is kind of hitting home to me a little bit because I don't know, they say I'm critical sometimes when I'm speaking to them. So I got to work on the insight because it is a difference between having the insight on a situation and being able to uh, work them, help them work through situations and being critical about the decisions that they made in those situations. So makes sense. I want to work on just sharing my wisdom because I do have a lot of wisdom. So I'm just going to have to work on sharing it and, and not being critical when I'm speaking to them, making them feel like they're a child. 
Third, it says set boundaries with your adult children. Now, this is really where it hits home for me because I have not set those boundaries. I still treat them like my children because they are, but they're adults. And I get confused on that, you know? So when the adult children come, they need to borrow money or need to use my car or want to spend night at my house in my bed with me, I need to set those boundaries because they're adults. And adults don't need to borrow money from their parents unless it's a big ticket item as far as I'm concerned or an emergency. But if it's a big ticket item, I understand. Um, boundaries, you know, especially my youngest son who is 33, like I said, you know, he bodges in my bedroom or he'll just come and lay at the foot of my bed and look at TV, throw his shoes all over the place. You know, his, his visits are sometimes unbearable to the other children who are on in the home. Ugh. I think I messed up when I started calling him my baby boy. Because he was my baby boy. And he was a special little boy when he was born. Now he was just this dried up like a little raisin. <laughs> his skin was cracking. But he was my baby. Um, I was home with him. Um, so I spent a lot of time with him. The other two were older than him. They were already in school. So I spent a lot of time with him at home one-on-one. And he was just my special little baby. And I continue to call him my baby. He grew up. He was still my baby boy. I put a lot of lot of um, time into him. And a lot of times, not the other children, unfortunately. But I think I spoiled him. My brother once told me that, you know, when you spoil, it becomes rotten. And you know what rotten means. And for a while, I didn't understand it. But as I, he's gotten older and... I've gotten more mature and wiser. I noticed that the boy is rotten to the point where I don't even want him to come on my house sometimes. And that's that's pretty darn bad. And I did that. But now I go back to like step three. I have to set those boundaries so I can make life a little more bearable for us. Uh, number four was do things you love together. I like that. I like that. Um, I, you know, we like to dance together. Um, of course, the girls, we like to shop. So with the boys, football. I enjoy looking at a great football uh, game. Uh, we have fun doing that. And I think that also helps develop the bond. Now, number five, they the nerve to say make room for significant others in their lives. But I guess they talk about their significant others. Because after I got divorced, I don't have no significant other. Because all my time has been placed into my children the adult children more than the younger ones. Um, and that's not good. That's not good. Now, any woman that is out there, oh man, that has been divorced and you're putting your children before your significant other, whether they are a youth or they are a mature adult, you have got to message me. That has been a big problem in my relationship. Um, have not been able to have good relationships because that one that I told you is rotten, interferes a lot. He thinks no one is good enough for his mommy. Uh, so uh, he makes life unbearable. He makes people don't want to come around. So let me know if you got that problem. Please, you know, I, I, I noticed that. Um, let's see. Raising adult children, I mean, it's something. I, I, I never thought 
when I had my children that I would come to a point where they, I never, I never visioned them being grown. It's always been my children, my kids, you know, I made sure that they participated in almost every event possible. I was their football coach, baseball coach, basketball coach. Uh, they took dance lessons, music lessons. They were in 4-H, Club Scouts, what, whatever. I was a part of that. And I coached them and I I spent numerous of hours with them. But I never, ever visioned them as adults. And that's where I faltered. And I'm sharing that with you all now. And especially those who have younger children, they're going to grow up one day and we've created them to be productive members of society, great people, or we created them to be monsters. <laughs> you know, life happens. Um, but they're going to be, be adults. And we have to make sure that we prepare them for that by not becoming their crutch. And that's something that I, I, I personally have done for many, many uh, years now. And I got to do better. I got to do better. Um, but yeah, that significant other thing is something, you know, and I, I could be guilty too, because I know it's been a couple of females that my sons have dated and I was like, mm, they don't fit in this family, <laughs> you know, and truth be told, that is not my decision, right? That's their, their, their friends. That's who they pick. That's who they choose to love. And I found myself being a little pushy or critical on that. Um, and that has not been good. You know, so I'm going to do better with that. That's something I'm, I'm going to consider doing. Um, another thing is that let's be a sounding board for our adult children. You know, because they will come to us. They come to us under my youngest daughter has and um, shared information or relationship that she was in or or her job or her friends. And I've, I've um, commented where I probably should have just been a sounding board. I should have just created an atmosphere where she could always feel like she could talk to me. Um, I didn't always need to give an opinion or um, make a comment, you know? I should have just let them talk. It wasn't necessary that she was even asking for advice, but rather just, she was probably just looking for a sounding board. And I gave my two cents, which in one instance was, wasn't good. I think it was a relationship issue that she was having with someone that she was actually living with. And I made a comment and I probably should have just listened because I, I made a comment. I gave some advice and within, I don't know, 30 days or so, she was back with that person uh, that she was having issues with and that I made a comment about. And now I think about it, I probably should have just kept my mouth shut and let her work out her own situation because maybe my comment made her feel uneasy about her next move, you know, maybe her choices would have been different had my comment not been ringing in the back of her head. So, yeah. But, then, you know, like I said, hit me up. I, you got to message me on this so we can pick this topic back up and continue to talk about it because I'm really curious, you know, um, about the adult children, the, the, the relationships 
you know, have, 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 have any of you had an adult child and moved back home? Because that was one of the issues that I had with my uh, other daughter. I had a problem with her living person. Um, she had to move back home for like 60 days. So have you ever had that experience? Uh, I'm be honest with you. I didn't like it. I didn't like it not because I would not provide for her or make sure that she was safe, but because I had to set boundaries that I wasn't used to doing, didn't want to do. You know, uh, like I said earlier, I have problems with setting boundaries. So it was like, you're an adult, you're grown, but I'm an old lady. I'm going to bed. I'm shutting my house down. I'm locking it up. Lights are going out. I don't need you knocking on my door 12, 30, 1 o'clock in the morning because you're coming back from, you know, a date or bar party or whatever because they have to get up out of my bed. And I still have younger kids there in the home, or younger children in the home that are under 21. They don't get to come in at that time of night. So it kind of like caused a little issues um, going against my um, will, so to speak. I didn't like that. Um, I didn't like the fact that um, she had a share of room. I didn't like the fact that she kept her clothes all over the place because she started to think that she was a kid again and that mommy was going to clean up after her. So I wasn't happy with that, you know. But I'm be honest, it's hard to say no. How do you tell a child, no, they cannot move back home? You know, I don't know if I say no and then there's an emergency or something happened to her, then I'm going to feel all this guilt. That's something I never want to feel. But by the same token, I probably say you need to say no too because you have got to work out your own issues. If I'm always saving you, if I'm always advising you, if I'm being critical to you, you know, it, it ruins our relationship and it also stunts, you know, her growth. I feel like, you know, if you come back home because of a job loss or you come back home, maybe you just graduated from college or you come back home to save some money to buy a house. But to be honest, I'd rather give you the damn payment than for you to come back in my home. <laughs> And that's that's just the truth. So I'll, I'll be honest with you on that. Um, anyway, when they come home, are there rules? Should there be rules? Like I said, I want her in the house before twelve thirty. You know, is that wrong to ask a person to uh, come home at a decent time, even though they're an adult? You know, whatever conflict you have at, 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 with your children before they left home, you know, it's going to resurface. So, you know. Um, what about, like we talking about, I said she makes a mess. So what about chores? Do they come back into your home with chores or do they sit around and think that, that your, it's your house, it's mommy's home. So mommy washes dishes or you clean up or whatever, you know, do we give them the chores? So we, we're reverting, you know, and that's why I feel like, I don't know. I just think I would want my adult children to come home ever again because of that last experience. So, and when they do come back home. Do we charge them rent? How do you feel about charging your children rent? Do you feel like they shouldn't pay rent because of your children? Uh, do you feel like you can pay, they can pay rent, but when they leave back out, you give it back to them? How do you feel? I want y'all to message me on that one too, because I'm not quite sure how I feel about uh, um, them paying rent, even though they're adults. You know, collecting from them sometimes like pulling teeth. And then I'm mad at you, pissed off, to be honest, because now you don't want to pay me. But you was paying a landlord before you got kicked out or before you left. But you don't feel like I'm worthy of that. That bothers me. So anyhow, that is it. I'm, those are just some of the concerns I had, you know, parenting adult children. 
You know, we didn't even talk about adult children coming home with their children. Oh, God, I, that's horrible, too. Anyway, hit me up, message me, and we're going to pick it up on a few days. I'll go back and look at the messages, and we'll talk about it because this is really some serious stuff here. So I hope everybody had a great day. I love talking to you. The sun is still shining here, or if it's dark there, good night. Have a great night. Don't, just enjoy life. It's all about enjoy life. And before you, you go, I just want to say that enjoy life one day at a time. Hey, everybody. Welcome to It's a Family Affair. I'm your host, Karen Bostic. I'm hoping everyone is having a beautiful day. Actually, mine started off pretty well. The weather was a little cloudy, but overall, the sun is shining and I am happy. Okay, so today we're going to talk about adult children. And really the question is, how do you get rid of them? <laughs> and that's me talking. That's me talking. I have been blessed to have four beautiful adult children. Uh, then I had the nerve to go, I shouldn't say nerve, but then I ended up adopting five other children, three of which will be adults within the next um, six months or so. So that's going to be like a seven adult children. Okay. Sounds great, right? I always wanted a big family. Love them. The problem is, I don't think they know that they're adults. I'm still finding myself doing a lot for them and probably more than I should. But it could be me being a little controlling too. I haven't quite worked all that out yet. But um, if you have any adult children and you're going through some relationship change with them, I want you to message me because I would love to pick this conversation up later and really talk about it. And let's just work this out together. Not saying you have the issues. I certainly do. So if I can get some help, I certainly appreciate it. So I've been just trying to figure this thing out. And I've talked to a few people and they gave some ideas. So here's eight ways to grow a healthy relationship with your adult children and how to parent adult children when they're in their 20s and beyond. That, that's what I Googled and that's what I found. And one thing says recognize and respect your differences. I'm working on that. I know that they're adults and I've raised them to be independent, outspoken individuals. Except for when they're a little too outspoken to me, I guess I kind of like put them back into a child's position and that makes them feel bad because they're adults, especially the guys. Because I have two adult children, male children. One is uh, darn near 40 and the other one is 32, 33 coming up this year. And I guess sometimes when I'm speaking to them, or I feel like they're out of order, perhaps we lose, you know, a little respect. Maybe I, don't, I forget that they're adult men that I'm speaking to, and I'm still speaking to them as if they're my child, my son. So I guess I need this one of the things I need to do is recognize and respect that they're not that little kid anymore, the boy anymore. And um, I'm going to work on them. I'm sure I'm not the only one who's going to work on that or has that issue um, because there are boundaries. And I even find that as an adult myself, now that my parents are seniors, oftentimes I find myself um, talking to my father or expecting to do things where it's like the roles are kind of reversed a little bit. Now I feel like I'm the parent on some of the situations. So I guess I kind of understand that. Uh, it says, two, to share your wisdom and insight without being critical. 
oh, this is kind of hitting home to me a little bit because uh, they say I'm critical sometimes when I'm speaking to them. So I got to work on the insight because it is a difference between having an insight on a situation and being able to uh, work them, help them work through situations than being critical about the decisions that they made in those situations. So makes sense. I want to work on just sharing my wisdom because I do have a lot of wisdom. So I'm just going to have to work on sharing it and, and not being critical when I'm speaking to them, making them feel like they're a child. Third, it says set boundaries with your adult children. Now, this is really where it hits home for me because I have not set those boundaries. I still treat them like my children because they are, but they're adults and I get confused on that, you know? So when the adult children come, they need to borrow money or need to use my car or want to spend night at my house in my bed with me, I need to set those boundaries. Because they're adults and adults don't need to borrow money from their parents unless it's a big ticket item as far as I'm concerned or an emergency. But if it's a big ticket item, I understand um, boundaries, you know, especially my youngest son who is 33. Like I said, you know, he bodges in my bedroom or he'll just come and lay at the foot of my bed and look at TV, throw his shoes all over the place. You know, his his visits are sometimes unbearable to the other children who are on in the home. Ugh. I think I messed up when I started calling him my baby boy because he was my baby boy. And he was a special little boy when he was born. Now he was just as dried up like a little raisin. <laughs> his skin was cracking. But he was my baby. Um, I was home with him. Um so I spent a lot of time with him. The other two were older than him. They were already in school. So I spent a lot of time with him at home one-on-one. And he was just my special little baby. And I continue to call him my baby. He grew up. He was still my baby boy. I put a lot of lot of um, time into him. And a lot of times, not the other children, unfortunately. But I think I spoiled him. My brother once told me that, you know, when you spoil, it becomes rotten, and you know what rotten means. And for a while, I didn't understand it, but as I, he's gotten older and I've gotten more mature and wiser, I noticed that the boy is rotten to the point where I don't even want him to come on my house sometimes. And that's that's pretty darn bad. And I did that. But now I go back to like step three. I have to set those boundaries so I can make life a little more bearable for us. Uh, number four was do things you love together. I like that. I like that. Um, I, you know, we like to dance together. Um, of course, the girls, we like to shop. So with the boys, football. I enjoy looking at fo- a great football uh, game. Uh, we have fun doing that. And I think that also helps develop the bond. Now. Number five, it's had the nerve to say, make room for significant others in their lives. Well, I guess they talk about their significant others. Because after I got divorced, I don't have no significant other because all my time has been placed into my children, the adult children more than the younger ones. Um, and that's not good. That's not good. Now, any woman that is out there, or oh man, that has been divorced and you're putting your children before your significant other, whether they are a youth or they are a mature adult, you have got to message me. 
that has been a big problem in my relationship. Um, have not been able to have good relationships because that one that I told you is rotten, interferes a lot. He thinks no one is good enough for his mommy. Uh, so uh, he makes life unbearable. He makes people don't want to come around. So let me know if you got that problem. Please, you know, I, I, I noticed that. Um, let's see. Raising adult children, I mean, it's something. I, I, I never thought when I had my children that I would come to a point where they, I never, I never visioned them being grown. It's always been my children, my kids, you know. I made sure that they participated in almost every event possible. I was their football coach, baseball coach, basketball coach. Uh, they took dance lessons, music lessons. They were in 4-H club scouts, what, whatever. I was a part of that and I coached them and I, I spent numerous of hours with them, but I never, ever visioned them as adults. And that's where I faltered. And I'm sharing that with you all now. And especially for those who have younger children, they're going to grow up one day and we've created them to be productive members of society, great people, or we created them to be monsters. <laughs> or, you know, life happens. Um, but they're going to be, be adults. And we have to make sure that we prepare them for that by not becoming their crutch. And that's something that I, I, I personally have done for many, many uh, years now. And I got I to gotta do better. I got to do better. Um, but yeah, that's significant. I was saying it's something, you know, and I, I could be guilty too, because I know it's been a couple of females that my sons have dated and I was like, mm, they don't fit in this family, <laughs> you know, and truth be told, that's not my decision, right? That's their, their, their friends. That's who they pick. That's who they choose to love. And I found myself being a little pushy or critical on that. Um, and that has not been good. You know. So I'm going to do better with that. That's something I'm, I'm going to consider doing. Um, another thing is that let's be a sounding board for our adult children, you know, because they will come to us. They come to us. I know my youngest daughter has and um, shared information or relationship that she was in or, or her job or her friends. And I've, I've um, commented where I probably should have just been a sounding board. I should have just created an atmosphere where she could always feel like she could talk to me. Um, I didn't always need to give an opinion or uh, make a comment. You know, I should have just let them talk. It wasn't necessary that she was even asking for advice, but rather just she was probably just looking for a sounding board. And I gave my two cents, which... In one instance, this wasn't good. I think it was a relationship issue that she was having with someone that she was actually living with. And I made a comment. And I probably should have just listened because I, I made a comment. I gave some advice. And within, I don't know, 30 days or so, she was back with that person uh, that she was having issues with and that I made a comment about. 
And now I think about it, I probably should have just kept my mouth shut and let her work out her own situation because maybe my comment made her feel uneasy about her next move. You know, maybe her choices would have been different had my comment not been ringing in the back of her head. So, yeah. But, you know, like I said, hit me up. You got to message me on this so we can pick this topic back up and continue to talk about it because I'm really curious, you know, um, about the adult children, the, the, the relationships, you know. Have, 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 have any of you had an adult child that moved back home? Because that was one of the issues that I had with my uh, other daughter. I had a problem with her live-in person. Um, she had to move back home for like 60 days. So have you ever had that experience? Uh, I'm be honest with you. I didn't like it. I didn't like it not because I would not provide for her or make sure that she was safe, but because I had to set boundaries that I wasn't used to doing, didn't want to do. You know, uh, like I said earlier, I had problems with setting boundaries. So it was like, you're an adult, you're grown, but I'm an old lady. I'm going to bed. I'm shutting my house down. I'm locking it up. Lights are going out. I don't need you knocking on my door 12, 30, 1 o'clock in the morning because you're coming back from, you know, a date or bar party or whatever because they have to get up out of my bed. And I still have younger kids there in the home, or younger children in the home that are under 21. They don't get to come in at that time of night. So it kind of like caused a little issues um, going against my um, will, so to speak. I didn't like that. Um, I didn't like the fact that um, she had to share a room. I didn't like the fact that she kept her clothes all over the place because she started to think that she was a kid again and that mommy was going to clean up after her. So I wasn't happy with that, you know. But I'll be honest, it's hard to say no. How do you tell a child, no, they cannot move back home? You know, I don't know if I say no and then there's an emergency or something happened to her, then I'm going to feel all this guilt. That's something I never want to feel. But by the same talk, I probably say you need to say no too because you have got to work out your own issues. If I'm always saving you, if I'm always advising you, if I'm being critical to you, you know, it, it ruins our relationship and it also stunts, you know, her growth. I feel like, you know, if you come back home because of a job loss or you come back home, maybe you just graduated from college or you come back home to save some money, to buy a house. But to be honest, I'd rather give you the damn payment than for you to come back in my home. <laughs> and that, that's just the truth. So I'll, I'll be honest with you on that. Um, anyway, when they come home, are there rules? Should there be rules? Like I said, I want to rent a house before 1230. You know, is that wrong to ask a person to uh, come home in a decent time, even though they're an adult? You know, whatever conflict you have at, 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 with your children, before they left home, you know, it's going to resurface. So, you know, um, what about, like we was talking about, I said she makes a mess. So what about chores? Do they come back into your home with chores or do they sit around and think that, that you're, it's your house, it's mommy's home. So mommy washes dishes or you clean up or whatever, you know, do we give them the chores? So we, we're reverting, you know, and that's why I feel like, I don't know. I just think I would want my, Adult children come home ever again because of that last experience. So, and when they do come back home, 
Do we charge them rent? How do you feel about charging your children rent? Do you feel like they shouldn't pay rent because of your children? Uh, do you feel like you could pay, they can pay rent, but when they leave back out, you give it back to them? How do you feel? I want y'all to message me on that one too, because I'm not quite sure how I feel about uh, um, them paying rent, even though they're adults, you know, collecting from them, sometimes like pulling teeth. And then I'm mad at you, pissed off to be honest, because now you don't want to pay me, but you was paying a landlord before you got kicked out or before you left. But you don't feel like I'm worthy of that. That bothers me. So anyhow, that is it. I'm, those are just some of the concerns I had, you know, parenting adult children. You know, we didn't even talk about adult children coming home with their children. Oh, God, I, that's horrible, too. Anyway, hit me up, message me, and we're going to pick it up on a few days. I'll go back and look at the messages, and we'll talk about it because this is really some serious stuff here. So I hope everybody had a great day. I love talking to you. The sun is still shining here, or if it's dark there, good night. Have a great night. Don't, just enjoy life. It's all about enjoy life. And before you, you go, I just want to say that enjoy life one day at a time.